Wolfville didn't have any of them? So, you guys pretty much will review your beer. You, you couldn't have the Nanaima? You got the last one! The beers Ross left, I think, are in Port Williams now. The storm took them. Because he left them on the night. He left the beers on the deck, and when I came home, they weren't there. I, like, went all around the yard. They were gone. I think I also want to blame Wolfville seedy underbelly criminal element. I, I think he's, you know, you live in a tough, tough neighborhood, tough end of town. I don't, I don't think you should park your car there. I am yep. Ross. Joining me is my co-host Ian and our special guest Kier. We've got a, hopefully another special guest on the way, but to, to, there's three for now, four in the future for our very special Christmassy style episode. And uh, yeah, just f- for the purposes of Christmas, we are attempting to drink Nova Scotia Dry. Because at each brewery I have found, a lot of them do the specialties for certain holidays, but you can't always get them because you can't. I mean, you used to be able to drive around the province, but now gas is too expensive. So you got to go to your local LC, and they have, I got to say it, the same ones they had last year. I was a little disappointed, but I don't know. I, I can't. I can't tell the NSLC what to, what to do, what to carry. I did look up, uh, I've been checking, keeping an eye on the Atlantic Canada beer blog to see who's putting out new stuff. And even even that, they're not putting out new beers. or they're, They are putting out new beers, but they're not putting out uh, Christmassy beers. They're saying things like, oh, here's this one. They've got a, a new one. Uh, Schoolhouse has got a new, a new one to their IPA family. They've got a black IPA this week. And I'm like, okay, that sounds great. And Tanner's got... Uh, a Hopfenweiss, which is a German wheat beer, and it said, this is just before the holidays. Said, ah, yeah, but it's not a holiday beer, is it? So where's our cool thematic fun stuff? And I, I feel it might just be a little less fun this year. But... Um, did we do a... What did we do in last year's, last Christmas, um, uh, their offerings? Did we do the same things? I don't think we did. We did. Um, we, I, know we, I know we did one of them that is the same. But, um, the milk and cookies and the naughty uh, or nice and yeah. propeller had a chocolate orange. Oh, gosh, yes. Was, those are the ones that we did last year. Two years ago, I'll, I'll scroll back. Two years ago, we had the all lit up. And. Oh. And that was the only one. Oh, no. And then we did the holiday cheer, the Tannenbaum. And the Odin's Winter Ale. So, uh, yeah, we we couldn't find things. There was no pine tree. There was no pine tree here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? The never-to-be-forgotten Tannenbaum. That but, was just manna from heaven, wasn't and, it? That was, that, was, uh, that was quite something. Speaking of not what having... And, what did a milk and cookies beer taste like? Uh, I remember it being kind of disappointing. Mostly because... Have you ever had one of those cookies that uh, it, it, it tastes like the cheapest brand where it, it, you can, it almost tastes like sawdust? It just tastes wrong. Like someone has yeah. made cookies wrong. It tasted like off-brand, terrible chocolate chip cookies. And I thought, yeah, oh, I can't see that. of oh, all I, the flavors of cookies you could have gone with. Yeah, but it was still beer. So, you oh, know, there's yeah. a plus to it. <laughs> So yeah. I, I was curious because I think I saw the milk and cookies. Brett and the milk, milk and cookies is still in the LC. Uh, with the percentages of yeah. these ones, we decided not to have four beers tonight. But speaking of the beers uh, not, not being in the LCs, uh, let's just review 
we have Ian and I have three beers that we suggested and recommended, and try as we might, we 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 let Kier know about them. And uh, Kier, how how'd you do? Didn't go well. Uh, <laughs> when I, when you 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 left them on the porch, and I was like, all right, well, that's that they'll be there waiting for me. And then there was also this windstorm that was happening, and. Whether either it was the wind that took them or some like passerby, or you know, I mean, can't can't be on your front I stoop. I I don't know. <laughs> oh well, so I bought three different beers that it close, somewhat kind of resemble Christmas, but I'm so we'll curious now. Oh, okay, so our Christmas beers that That's we've so got. Fun. We've got the Garrison. The Garrison's all lit up, which, yes, we, we did have before. We've got the Old Biddy's Naughty or Nice, which is out again, uh, despite the fact that Old Biddy's is no longer Old Biddy's. Old Biddy's is now Great Roads Brewery. Great Roads, yeah. Great, great Roads. Great Roads, something like that. Yes. But we also have uh, new this year is the Propeller Nanaimo, which is an Imperial Dessert Stout. It's not specifically uh, Christmas directly, but a, a dessert. A dessert imperial stout is definitely super holiday-ish. So I'm curious what Kier's found. I I I, I picked up uh, Big Spruce Brewing's Tim Tim's IPA because it has a tree on the front. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I figured Christmas tree, and I picked up a couple Garrisons because you guys have a couple Garrisons, right? Yeah, uh, one There's, at least. Yeah. Yeah. You got the Hoppy Boy IPA. It's green. Like a Christmas Green. color, yeah, um, and also Garrison's nut brown because oh. nuts are a, nuts are a part of Christmas. I so that's how well I do oh, with finding they... Christmas related beers. Do you know what's interesting? Was... I I what? have loved Garrison's nut brown for years. We have never reviewed it on the show because every time we go to do like a brown ale, it's it's not in the LCs. It's so sporadically there. Hopefully, it's back as a staple now. So we. They they are in the in the cupboard. They're waiting to go, but we just haven't had another brown ale night. So you yours will be the first review on our show of uh, the Garrison Nut Brown. I mm. I don't need that kind of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I'd like to think that we have absolutely no pressure whatsoever on this show. We're usually just like, yeah, whatever. Should um sh- oh, oh I was a bit loud there. Should uh, Ananda join us eventually? Um, does he have said beers, or did they blow blow away from him too? That is a question that we'll be able to ask him when and if he arrives. He didn't mention okay. that anything was missing because I I also left them on his doorstep in a windstorm. Um, but I I tried to trap them amongst some other things. He had some flower pots, so I kind of tucked it in. Kier uh-huh. has fewer flower pots on his front step. Not you know, I'm not saying anything there, but there was there there was little for me to. Things are growing there. <laughs> this fur will garden. protect it. These these dandelions will withstand the storm. I I felt like it was going to be heavy enough to uh, to to do just fine. However, first one. And the, here's the part that scares me. Oh, here is not the part that scares me. My, my, my wife is joining. Oh, speaking of, do we not have an extra special guest at, uh, at uh, Casa del Ian that Rebecca was going to come join us as well? Look, she's around. Okay, so she's she's somewhere there. Hmm? I think, he's, I think he's she's waiting for the sound of the beer pan oh. opening before she makes really an appearance. It's like, it's like no. red, uh, the opposite of red rag to a bull. Ha. <laughs> 
Oh, here she is. What? Uh-huh. The, the not, scary the thing is the percentages because the least high alcohol percentage, ergo the first one we're trying, is 7.0. <laughs> That's Ian the pissy bought, one. He, he bought, Ian bought me this coat but, and wanted me to wear it for Christmas stuff. <laughs> and I couldn't wear it just... It's a long story. <laughs> Brittany wants to know why I'm dressed up. And I said, because Ian bought me a coat and I didn't want to just wear a stupid t-shirt with this nice coat that Ian got me. So I put on my shirt that was sitting upstairs and now I look just extra... It's 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 a bit extra Don Cherry. Well, I got my... <laughs> can, I, yeah. can I ask you a question, Ross? No. Can you see her? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Yep. She's in frame. Do you need a chair? Are you coming to sit? No, are you going to? Okay. I'm just coming for sips, but nothing is happening. Not even, we're not even sipping yet. We're still describing things. The weakest, weakest alcohol percentage, 7.0% is the Garrison all lit up festive strong ale. It's got snowflakes. It says festive, so you know it's festive. It says Garrison in the largest letters around. Uh, ooh. Ingredients gets exciting because it starts with the usual water, barley, malt, hops, sugar. I think we make that joke every year. Raisins, <laughs> spices, and laurel leaves. I know laurel. what a laurel leaf is because of a laurel wreath. Wasn't that Roman? Like the, the, the famous picture of Julius Caesar with the, the leaves on his funny little hat crown thing? A, a laurel wreath, as it were. Here, oh, she's right in there. Ancient Roman knowledge, right? <laughs> He'll confirm. What are you doing first, Kier, as a as a teaming up against I'm doing ah, Christmas right. Tree, okay. Uh, are uh, you going? Yeah. Are you going weakest to strongest too, or are you just just basically just winging it? I'm just winging it. I'm I'm a you know agent of chaos. <laughs> That's why you're here. This we know. There, there is a know. description on the side of the garrison all lit up. It says, Naughty and spiced, this winter brew will keep you warm and dreamy even when it's cold outside, baby. So mm. that describes nothing of a flavor, and the only thing I'm really getting that might give a hint as to flavor is raisins and spices. So it's going to be a raisin, uh, a spicy raisin beer? I don't know. Well, smells like beer. It does. Oh, uh, no, I, I got a, I got a little uh, sip of, or a, a little sniff of a sweetened kind of raisiny smell. It was there. Uh-huh. We, we can call they... this one. I can see why they call this Big Spruce. It does have kind of a nice piney taste to it. Ooh. Well, that's the brewery, that. though. You can't you can't make them all sprucey. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, what was it called? It's called the Tannenbaum. Did you guys drink all that whole Tannenbaum beer? Did you finish the whole we, thing? We did. It was extraordinary. Yeah. We had to because it was just it was just crazy. I remember Brittany coming down. It was her face because we we both we, all three of us had decided this was the the loopiest beer. That we'd ever, and, and I mean, it did. Kier, it's a shame if you never got to try it. It was, it did what it said on the <laughs> so tin. Bad. It said, "This is going to taste like a pine tree," <laughs> and um, it was, it was so like, it, the smell of it was like you just 
squeezed it under the rim of your toilet. It smelt so <laughs> piping fresh. And then it didn't taste dissimilar either when we when we drank it, to be mm. honest. It was really unusual. We'll say that about it. And we haven't seen it since. That was two years ago. And clearly they haven't brought it back because it's not been in the um, in the NSLCs for sure. Mm. Unless so you got you... it from the sale, Frost. Did you like it? No, I hated it. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure we got it at the NSLC because the only ones that I got when I was down in Liverpool many, many years ago were the, uh, they had an English ale and I always pick up some of the dark cream ale because I like that one. The head on this went away. This felt like I was pouring a can of Coke. There is a little bit of fizz, but there is no foam on it whatsoever. That's okay. Oh, John, John's in the chat, and he, I wonder if John ever tried it. He, he uh, reminds us of Turlet Pine Ale. Did you, apparently he tried it. That's craziness. I thought we were the only, not, oh no, if it was in the LCs, that does make sense. Yeah. I'm. It's a lovely color. It's a lovely color. Yeah. You got a delightful head Your on head yours. Is... I got nothing. But it, it smells no. like, um, like a mince pie. That's a good thing. That, yeah. Good like a, a sweetened. Like a butter tart kind of thing. It it was the the tannin bomb from Hell Bay there, John. Oh, <laughs> but it, it it was the turlet uh -huh. pine ale. They should have just called it that. But Kier's also picked correctly because we like that. Uh, that's one of our favorite IPAs actually at at the the LC that we've tried over the years. The Tim's IPA. Yeah. Yeah, I've had it. I've had it a few it's times. Like a it's not, yeah. I've not I, got any spices. I'm not any smell of any spices for some reason no um well you've got covid so oh in the what do you know i am can i am, oh, can I am? sam i am sweet this is this is like a fruit cake. it smells like a fruit cake i'm digging this it oh. does in the can but not in the glass very fruity okay i'm looking forward to trying it I'll should set? we try it all right sure. how much of a 7.0 can we get into us at any given given point ready to three chairs ちょっとバーリーシュガー。いや、キャンディ。いや、キャンディ。キャンディ。キャンディ。キャンディ。キャンディ。キャンディ。キャンディ。キャンディ。キャンディ。キャンディ。キャンディ。キャンディ。キャ
Um, um, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe next week. That was a milk stout, or was that a chocolate stout? Uh, it was what a chocolate it a stout. We were just discussing it, actually. It wasn't as good as it sounded. Yeah. To us, to us. No. We were a little bit disappointed with it. It wasn't as sweet as we hoped it would be. Not as chocolatey and delicious as it sounded. Mm-hmm. But, hey, mm-hmm. whatever. You never know. No, you never know. You never know. As yours, dear, IPA yeah, territory. Yeah. It's a, you know, good tasting IPA, like, like I said, has somewhat kind of a piney taste to it, but, I mean, mm. and it's got a good aftertaste, like, it kind of s- sticks around in your mouth for a little bit. Yeah. Th- this sticks, I find, but it's it's the candy flavor that sticks as well, but it... Yeah. It, um, okay, guess what the aftertaste that's rolling around in my mouth feels like right now? I feel like I have just had a spoonful of Buck's, Buckley's mixture. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's, yeah. that's what's, hmm. um... I'm not, is that a good thing? Well, <laughs> it's a unique thing. Or is it like, sort of I like, like a sweetened uh, eucalyptus kind of uh, flavor? So is, is eucalyptus a spice? Do people <laughs> garnish their, their meals with a bit of eucalyptus? I don't think so. I'm guessing that the reason why Kears sticks around a little bit is because it comes from a tree. <laughs> yeah. Sticks. No. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's good. No, is that a bit of a dad joke? No. no. I, hey, listen, um, I, I, I prepared several um, Christmas-related trivia questions for you, gentlemen, this evening, since <laughs> following on from that. Right. weirdness we had on our let's try and drink a hundred shots evening <laughs> when I was asking trivia questions when not, none of us could really see straight. But yeah, I don't anyway, quite even I, remember you asking trivia questions at that point. <laughs> I don't either. That was a night. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, John, John's comparing Buckley's to tasting like nuclear pine sap. And in a weird way, you could almost refer to this as nuclear pine sap as well. It's... <sighs> mm. I don't. It doesn't taste like seven percent. No, it tastes very thin. Yeah, it tastes like that. Um, to me, it's like a Ricola, like I get the cough syrup. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's that. very cough syrup oriented. But I I don't think I could have a second. Mm-mm. And I'm it's... trying to figure out if it's because it's sweet or if if it's because it feels heavy and strong to me. I'm there's some sort of feeling that I'm getting that inside maybe it's that winter it's a winter warmer of a beer and the the percentage is going to get you cuz you're like guess what you are now hot from the inside out because this is a 7.0. I've got a feeling my hat ain't going to last long. <laughs> well, you're sitting right by or the fire. fire. That's right. <laughs> Crackling away in the background. What did my true love give to me on the ninth day of Christmas? Know. You know. Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to say. Why? Wait, are these dad jokes or oh. trivia questions? No, 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 no. These are trivia questions. Oh, okay. I'm only going to ask. I was waiting for a punchline. Yeah, I, I thought you, you promised dad jokes. We're in trivia? Christmas trivia? No, no, no. That was, that was only a ref- reference to the sticks earlier I on. I believe I, I know the answer. Okay. Kier, do you want to wager a guess? No, I, I don't know the song as well. I know the song, but it's like I didn't memorize all 12 things. Anything. I, Once it gets up there towards weird stuff, beyond sort of seven or eight, everyone knows five, go, big. <laughs> well, it's true. The, the, 
Yeah. But we we wrote a Christmas pantomime one year and the plot of it was it was Sherlock Holmes, but his nemesis uh Moriarty was stealing the things from the 12 days of Christmas. So we had to write it into the show and ever since then I've remembered most of them. So I'm pretty sure 9 is Piper's piping. Uh, no! That's not it. Here. You don't know. No. What, what do you think it is, Rebecca? No, ladies dancing. Ladies dancing. It was ladies dancing. Uh, so I mean, it's a bit vague, doesn't it? Once you once you get up there, it's um, eleven pipers piping. Oh, is it Lords of Leaping is twelve? Is it Lords of Leaping is twelve? Nine ladies dancing. Drumming. I don't know. Yeah. Eight. Eight. Eight maids of Eight maids of mouth. Seven swans, swans swimming. swimming. Six. Six. M- six. Milk, 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 milkies? Oh, I've already done them. Maids of milk. Wait, I have a question. He's lying. He's lying. He's lying. Yeah. I have a question about yeah. that song. You have a what with that song? A question. Oh. About it, the lyric is on the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine ladies dancing. Like, did they go out and get nine dancers and just bring them to the house one Christmas morning? Okay, so they, well, they kidnapped them. And all the others, too. Yeah. They were so inappropriate back in the day. <laughs> there, there are a number of theories on the, the origin of the song. And I think it had something, it might have been dolls or small figures or something like that. But uh, that many human bodies by the end of the song, with the, the pipers piping, the ladies dancing, the lords a-leaping, and uh, the, the maids a-milking. There was, there was a lot of people in the room at the time, if if they were it's all full-size. Yeah, yeah. All birds. And the birds just flying around like, like a Christmas shit show. <laughs> there are two there, there is a There is a famous famous song you could probably google it afterwards i think i played you it maybe a year or so ago the it's by days have of... you ever heard of um, ross you've heard of um father ted haven't you yes yeah i hear you too right you know yeah. father jack the, the drunken uh the drunken fellow that's it drink ash crack that guy. yeah yeah he used to be a, a quite a famous uh singer in ireland back in the 70s and 80s something uh, i forget his name something kelly whatever his name is frank kelly and he did a song called The Twelve Days of Christmas. And it's basically just, uh, it's just the way, th- like you said there, the craziness of the birds crapping all over the flower and the, the ladies are going crazy and there's milk everywhere. And so give that a listen when you have a moment. It's pretty, well, it's pretty good fun. Well, the, the one, He's Irish. Yeah. The one that most of us grew up with would be the quintessential, the, uh, the Bob and Doug McKenzie one, I think. The, mm. the, yeah. the Canadian twelve yeah. days. It, you did. I showed the Irish guy, and yeah. then in turn I showed Ian the yeah. Bob and Doug McKinnon. Yeah, I had that one. Now. The, yeah, that's that's the Canadian answer to anything. Oh, there's a version of uh, Twelve Days. We're like, no, 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 no. Here's the, you need to watch this one. What was what was the five? Um, yeah. Two two turtlenecks, three French toasts, uh, and I. <laughs> it was three French toasts, two turtlenecks, and a beer, in a tree. And a beer. And a beer. And a beer. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it. Five. This is getting better. Oh, it's getting worse for me. Oh, is it getting yeah. worse? Yeah. I'm actually starting to enjoy it. It's staying about the same, but I think I've decided that I'm not going to like it. I, I even looked up uh, one 
I have had this before. Ian has not had this before because apparently I drank this near a Christmas episode that you weren't around. So I only have what I scored it then. And I apparently scored it an 8.5. And it's not going to be much higher or lower than that. I think it's kind of an average. Meh, that's, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not saying this is the best drink you've ever had. It's just... It's eight and a half, though. That's a really solid score, Russ. That's that's. Well, I it, mean, it tastes fine. I just, people. I personally couldn't drink a lot of it because there's that. Ah, uh, there's something going on. The the, the sweetened, cloying, mm, it's medicinal flavor yeah. that I'm not really digging. Yeah. Oh. It's like a candy medicine cough drop. It's quite yeah. candyish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then I get a a smell off something, and I I will say to someone, Oh, five golden toques. John's got it. John's got the Bob and Doug McKenzie lyrics over there. Five golden toques. Four collie collie dogs. Collie dogs. Oh, like a collie. Right. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just making that up. What were you saying, Kier? Canadians. I I can't remember all the ones for the Bob and Doug McKenzie ones, but I, I think I remember a beer in a tree. And I remember when they're in the song leading up to it, they were like discussing. It's like, oh, what comes after Christmas? And they're like, oh, wrestling day. I mean, Boxing Day or something. Like, <laughs> I was thought that was funny. <laughs> but I was well, saying before, like, I don't think I'd overly like the drink you guys are drinking because it's sound by the sounds of it, it'd be quite sweet. You would probably hate this. This might not be quite up your up your strata. It's it's pretending to be more malt forward than than hop flavored, but even even then it's it's like one of those weird dessert drinks. It's it's trying to be a thematically yeah. Christmassy thing, but it it I it, I think it's almost gone a little too far. John knows the four. It's 4 pounds of back bacon. Uh, all right. I don't mind this actually. This this beer, I, I it's grown on me. Okay. It's grown on me. It's what it is actually warming me up, and I don't think it's because of the hat. I seriously think it is warming me. up. I think it's because of the seven alcohol. Is what I think. This is what this is what I'm saying. But I don't mind it. I, I probably again, it's got a little bit of the, and you're not probably not going to agree with this, Russ, but. There's a little bit of the bock about it again. Mm, actually, actually, yes. I can agree to that. Okay. That is that uh, that kind of slightly sweetened uh, bock or... Fest. Yeah, fest bock yeah. flavor. Okay, mm. okay, okay. Yeah, I'm a little bit of that about it. Yeah. Here, do you like the old the, the fest bock or the maybock by Holston? My bock by Holston? I'm not sure yeah. if I've had... Oh, listen, uh, please treat yourself. It's always available. It's a, it's a standard in the NSLC. Ross, I know, is a big fan. You, you, you really like it, don't you, bud? And I got to admit, I like them too. I like them. There are, there are oh. two two different box there, the Maybock and the Festbock, and they're both quite delicious. It's a more malt, less bitter, strong ale. I don't mm. know if you had. Did yeah, you ever have yeah. any of the, uh, the the innocent gun ones with the with the rum finish, the oak cask yep. stuff? It was it was quite. Yeah. It was kind of similar. That's really good. Oh, that's excellent. They've they've still got one of the innocent guns, but they don't have the old one in there. So, and this is gonna be one of these things where Ian likes Scotch it, egg. and I don't like it, but Ian will give it a, a lower score than me because he likes it. So my <laughs> my I don't like it that much. I'm like eh, eight three. Ian says that's the best one of these I've ever had. Seven and a half. 
That's right. I'm not. I'm not scoring this terrifically heavily, but um, I I quite like it. Well, it's, it's drinkable. I don't think I'd want too many of them. No. Yeah, That's it what... is drinkable. <laughs> it's. Um, well, you're saying it's what? not drinkable. We're saying the exact. I'm I'm laughing because we're saying the exact same thing, just with different facial expressions. You're, you're okay. quite happy that you couldn't drink another one of it, and it's kind of sweet, and it's like a strong thing. And I'm sort of, oh, I couldn't drink another one of these. I'm, not, but it's it's still drinkable, but it's it's all right. It's it's passable. Is the rating out of ten? Yeah. Usually, you, that, one of, yeah. all right, I'll give yeah. this one. Uh, I give it seven missing beers out of ten. <laughs> That's only a seven out of ten for Tim. So I thought we we rated that higher. What what is what does Rebecca think of the all lit up? All lit up. Um, all lit up. I would give this a uh, three burnt out lights out of out of ten, and seven lit up lights. Gosh, she put some thought into that. that is, whew, I. I have to devour that. She was up all night. No wonder you couldn't sleep. She was up all night thinking. I'm gonna. I, um. I don't think break. it tastes like a Christmas thing. I know, great way to mark things. <laughs> I don't think it tastes like a Christmas ale. I just think it tastes like a not Christmas ale. Uh, I, it's 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 perfectly fine. Um, I'm, it's not <laughs> exciting. It's a strong ale. Um, and it's got a weird. Kind of weird, sweetie flavor it to it. Too mm. much like flu season. I would rather have some box by Halston. It, it and started it, out and it as a fruit cake. A little bit like them. It started as a fruitcake flavor for me, and it turned into medicine, cough medicine, and I think that uh, that was a bit of a. I'm going to go right down the middle and give it two and a half out of five. Okay. Barely, just just <laughs> passing. That is an F plus. Also known as the D. Now passing, claiming Mo. Out of five. Out of not five out of ten. Two and a half out of five. So our next one up, at a whole 7.6% uh, alcohol, it does say strong beer on this one, is Old Biddies, now known as Great Roads, down in Sackville, in their new air area of expertise. You know what? I'm not even sure I've ever had Robitussin, John, but yeah, Mo, Mo Tussin. Is the Naughty or Nice Double Chocolate Stout. And I remember... Oh, long before, long time ago, in my mid-twenties, when I first found stouts, and someone, I think, in fact, John was the first one who said, hey, you try this, it's a chocolate stout, and I said, I didn't know this was a thing, so whenever someone says double chocolate stout, <laughs> I say, yes, I am in, despite the fact that I have actually had slightly disappointing double chocolate stouts before, and I'm trying to remember if this is one of them. Naughty or nice double chocolate stout, says on the can. We have Santa's go-to brew for checking it twice. Naughty or nice pours a deep dark brown with a tan head. A perfect holiday pick-me-up with flavors of dark chocolate, coffee, and a slightly roasted finish. Full-bodied, malty, and a touch of sweet. Our rich stout will help make your season merry. 22 in the old IBUs. I picked these up from the old biddies stroke the uh what's it called? great rope great roots i forget what it's called what's it called now great, great roads great road. um brewery the other day while we were in the city um now it was so weird because one you didn't know that place 
existed uh, and I, I was in it and you were like, that's because uh, I sent you a photograph and you were and you were thinking that doesn't look anything like the place I was. No, I, and I not was... only that, but it was, it was named differently and there were different named cans and the cans had different strengths on them. It was like I was in some Alice in Wonderland of weirdness. Um, but in the end, what I did was uh, I, I picked up to sorry to explain, of course, they had expanded their their premises. Uh, they used to be out of this very, very small tap room during COVID. And uh, and they've really gone for it in a big way. They've sold old biddies was sold by uh, Keith, I think his name was, if I remember rightly. Uh, and uh, some other chaps took it over. Um, oh. Is uh, he no longer the brewmaster? Ago. No, he's not. No, he's completely sold the whole thing, which is why, of course, they've rebranded. They've called themselves now. I think it's great. great oh, you, please tell me. I think it's called Great Roads. And uh, but what they have done, they he sold hook line. He went for, he, he, the whole kit and caboodle. He sold recipes and all uh, yeah. to new owners. So therefore, they have not messed with the recipes. They say it's no. it's all no. It's, it's all the uh, ones that he des he designed, and so they are all good for for yeah. now. But I'm honestly Absolutely. I'm more curious as to what Keith's going to do next. But following on from that, um, there were two different old biddies, naughty or nice, available. They were in different cans, and I did inquire about this because this one, as you can see on the front, is says seven point six percent. And yeah. there were there were ones in cans also saying naughty or nice that were six and a half percent, like mm. a full percent less. With but the they were all chocolate? they were double the chocolate. They were, and I inquired, and they said, ah, it's just the way the cans are done. I couldn't quite understand what they were saying. Uh, I didn't. I really didn't understand. Anyway, what I did was bought a uh, a a, um, a growler of it too, and they said, which one do you want then? I said, I'll have the strong one, thanks. So I bought a growler of it and brought it back last week. So I have already drunk a growler of the Naughty or Nice. Oh, no. I am already, um, I've, I've tried it. Not only tried it, but I've had four pints of it from the growler. That's fair. And uh, so I, I know what I like. I did share it with you. I did share it with you. Did it have Santa on it, though? It didn't have Santa on it. But, of course, this is going to taste a little bit different from a can because they usually do, especially mm. as... I drank it the next night as well. I finished it the next night or a couple of nights later, and it had lost a lot of its pizzizz. Did you see it was flat as a fart? It was flat as a fart. But well, yeah. I opened my can, and it seems like it was pretty much full to the to the absolute brim. So I'm I'm about to make a huge mess pouring this into this glass. But did I guess we're gonna have to catch up to Keith and find out what his next project is? I mean, is he just sort of saying, "Yeah, I'm done brewing," and he's done and he sold, or is he going to? Uh, you know, are, are they moving house to Ontario and starting up another brew? Anyway, I'm I'm curious as to what he's going to do next because if he, as one dude, came up with all of these recipes, the the Irish Red, one of my favorites in the province, I think it's the best red ale in the province, and the the blueberry wheat that was there before, uh, there was another there was another orange, the tall, dark, and handsome porter, delicious, and and this one, yeah. I think the guys got the chops to keep making the excellent excellent beers it would be very exciting if he's going to continue experimenting on new recipes and trying new things but that's interesting i did not know look at how dark it is here what have you got to go up against the um, oh. naughty or nice file i got the the 
Hoppy Boy IPA. <laughs> you just oh, went yeah. and bought some IPAs, didn't you? 6.5%. Totally okay. Garrison? Mm. I mm. remain disappointed with the head on both of these beers now. Look at that. These I'm getting like giant yep. giant yeah. bubbles and not not that foam, yep. that good that foam done. that I'm looking for. But it's fine. Because it smells oh. the foam like that stuck your mustache. Very chalky. I, I Me, wanted to stick to the mustache. I want I want that experience. I definitely want that to happen. Not today. I'm I'm always of the opinion that Christmas ales. I sipped it. I'm always of the opinion. Maybe I'm just a traditionalist, but a chocolate stout or a double chocolate stout is is to me it does not smack of Christmas time. Valentine's um, Day. It, 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 could, it could be any time of Easter. year. Valentine's Day, yeah. Easter, fair enough. To me. A, a Christmas ale or a seasonal, especially one that's got Santa Claus on the front, for goodness sake, it's got to have some spices in it. It's got to have something out of the ordinary. And double and chocolate stouts and double chocolate stouts, as good as some of them are, don't smack to me of... It's almost like you could throw a chocolate ale in any can and put a Santa Claus on it and say, it's a Christmas ale. Um, but to me, it's not. It's a bit of a cop-out. Does that sound fair regardless irrespective of, of how good the beer is to me a christmas ale is 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 has has spices that that remind cloves that's, um, a pumpkin ale. that's not necessarily a pumpkin ale because it's got different spices but they have but but a, what what is a christmas ale then to you because to me it's not a it's not a stout it's not remember a double chocolate that, stout remember that odin's yeah ale we had yeah and we it's from uh yarmouth it's oh, from Yarmouth. Yeah. yeah, that was called a winter ale, yeah. and that was so good. It was spicy yep. and yep. it was yep. very Christmassy, like winter. You thought it was Christmassy. Yeah, Fine. yeah, but it could also have been a pumpkin ale. <laughs> your your thoughts on that, fellas? Double chocolate stouts? Do they smack of Christmas to you? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, of all the Christmas flavors, like then you're getting into like candy cane flavored beer and that can't yeah. taste good at all right so i think they're going with what actually works like they know they can make a chocolate stout taste good so they just put a new label on it and say hey it's a christmas drink now well because that's what i'm thinking you get the benefit that no one's brave enough to say we've got a double chocolate stout in the height of summer we drink it but we're crazy. We, we, we're crazy right. about this one style of beer. We would say, oh, you've got a double chocolate stout and it's, it's July 6th and 34 degrees out. Bring it on. I'll take two. And, and we do that. But I, the, the, I don't know, the, the, the palate, the general palate, the popular palate isn't quite into that. So they say, hey, here's the, the, the dark of winter and the, the, win the winter beer's this. And when you're eating chocolate, and it's winter time, and there's a fire and a snowstorm. You the cho chocolate does lean itself towards Christmas, like Rebecca says. You could get away with a val. I would drink a Valentine's double chocolate stout, just because I would drink a double chocolate stout at all times of the year. So any excuse to have a double chocolate stout, I will say yes, absolutely. Easter double chocolate stout, bring it on. Halloween double chocolate stout, yes. Let's have one for all of the holidays that you most often eat chocolate yeah. and 
Okay. Here's my here's my question for you. Would you drink a ham flavored stout? Probably <laughs> once. <laughs> You're talking to a guy not who even, has not put, who has put marshmallows in a pumpkin ale. To to see what that really? tastes like. Yep. I think we, we do go to the to the Christmas tree. The pine flavored one is the weirdest one we've ever had. The the it's not even an urban legend. There are facts behind this. When Bad Apple Brewhouse was a thing, they and they were experimenting with interesting stuff. They had a what was it cucumber mint cucumber something uh, ale, and, and I didn't try, but my friends tried, it and they said, "Yep, that's gross." And they tried it. It was accurate. I remember the there was a coconut porter at Patty's one time. And it was a dark beer and it tasted like coconut. And I said, yes, that's exactly what that tastes like. Never serve that to me again. (laughs) But novelty, I see what you're saying, where where it needs to be a novelty. It needs to be bonkers and stupid. It needs to to be crazy like that. Yeah, the cucumber mint ale of destiny. John's the one who told me that story. It was John Uh, and Sean, I think. Christmas cranberry. Oh? Cranberry. Cranberry. Cranberry is Christmassy. Or, you can, but you can um, buy cranberry yeah. juice all year round. It's in the stores. Yeah. But it yeah. flies off the shelf at Christmas time. It's just at some point someone tells you, like, here's saying a ham, a ham flavored uh, stout. If, if you found me a turkey dinner lager, yes, I would mm-hmm. drink that. Yes, I would try that. Absolutely. Something that tastes mm-hmm. like the, the breaded stuffing in a turkey. Woo. Or yam. Yeah. Like brown yeah. sugar yams. There's mashed potato stout. I, I feel well, like well, like a buttery, a smooth buttery, like a salty kind of flavor like that. A really buttered. It, it, it's not the consistency. It's not the ingredients. It's the 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 texture and the what flavor you get with it. So I, I can envision a very smooth, salty a stout or brown ale that could go you, you like your 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 mashed potatoes here here you go mashed potatoes and gravy brown ale bam <laughs> once again coming down to the fact well, that we need our own brewery and we need to mess with this stuff and just invent crazy off the wall we'd be out of business in four months but we need to do it anyhow well, you are something on this stuff with chocolate stout i have a think on what movie bing crosby originally sung white christmas in i know the answer to this and it's holiday inn Oh, it is Holiday Inn. Well done. Yeah, this is bitter, isn't it? It's a double, it's a dark chocolate. It's mm-hmm. so bitter. Very stouty, mm. very chocolatey. Very, very chocolatey. Double, like a, a you don't like chocolate. You don't like dark chocolate. You like milk mm-hmm. chocolate. But this is a this is a really bittery dark chocolate. Yeah. Lots of cocoa in it. Um, yeah. I can taste that. You can taste I, that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I prefer milk chocolate to dark chocolate, but... I'll I'll give you halfway. I don't think it's it's like a full on dark chocolate bar, but it, it's certainly more dark chocolate than milk chocolate. Fair, but it's good. Mm-hmm. The bitter. This is. Mm. I think mine's your, yours is. Mine's dad died. It's dying. Mine still got a little bit. Mine died immediately yeah. as well. Something's going on with these cans. Okay. Here, how's the hoppy buoy? <laughs> Wait. Question. How do you, you know? How do you pronounce it? Say it again. Ian and I fight over this. Uh, Hoppy boy. 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 I'm saying boy. Yeah, like a a small boy or something. Wow. I grew up 
in as close to a small Nova Scotian fishing village as you can get. I did not fish. I did not work on a fishing vessel. I don't like fish and I don't like boats or being on the water. So for some reason growing up, I maybe my little insular upbringing led me to refer to boys as buoys. Like we, we very you said buoy. And yeah. Is 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 that like uh, specific to a geographical location? Do we do we call it that cuz we're from a certain place or is is there more than one pronunciation of a bay? It's a bit like one of those Burke or Trana. Oh yeah, like, for sure. I feel like boy might be lazy. There's you know the and reason boy. that around my kids I say February just in the hopes that they might pronounce words correctly when they grow up and not sound like <laughs> a bunch of yokel hicks. <laughs> so you like, pronounce the R in February. Uh, this the first R mm. rather than yeah, both. Yeah. Of, you pronounce both right. Uh, Rebecca was the first person who ever picked me up on the fact that the word the number the number. Well, that's actually I, I I do say six, but when I whenever I put the th on the end, I don't pronounce the x. And his so family it, doesn't do that, or we don't do it either. <laughs> so we just no, say they they, oh, they say it, they oh. say it properly. The sixth of March, the sixth of March, or the sixth of February. I've it's never noticed that, I, but so, okay, I'm going to call you on that from now on. Nor had I until she picked me up on it, and I thought hey, I do that. Yeah, but so if it's the it's the sixth of Feb February. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get some horrible looks from people on the sixth of February. February. Yeah, yeah, I know. You see, uh, it, was like, it was like uh, last year when I found out it's not pronounced wheelbarrow; it's pronounced wheelbarrow. Barrow. It's people say double R E L, don't they? A lot here. Barrel. Wheelbarrow. I, I, was saying, I was saying wheelbarrow. <laughs> I've never heard anyone call you know, it that. You're not allowed. Then I like saw it spelled somewhere. I was like, "Wait, what?" I've been saying it wrong my whole life. I I, I think we've talked about this before, but the I, in growing up in a kind of rural village in on, you know South Shore, Nova Scotia, about uh, we're about yeah. a half hour outside of Halifax, but my parents were uh, immigrated. Uh, Scots so I mean accent despite accent they, they tried to talk and, and pronounce things correctly and then I, I landed and kind of grew up from the age of well four or five in rural Nova Scotia and I learned that I didn't really like the way everyone talked I, I, I liked to pronounce things and there's several jokes in my family amongst us where I I guess it did get a little, not exactly chip on the shoulder, but definitely looking down our nose at people who didn't pronounce things properly. And one of which was um, pumpkin. I have a hard time. I, I, I try to pronounce pumpkin because you always hear, hear punkin. And it's just missing and getting wrong several consonants in there. You just hear words that happen really fast, like trana. You hear trana, you hear burk really fast, woofle. Just when, when you move to the valley, you learn that, well, I mean, trana was a, was a South Shore and just everywhere thing. But it's just the, the laziness of speech bothered me a little. So I'd always try to pronounce things. And I, I yeah, I definitely came across as a bit douchey about it. I, I, more than one time in my life, I am sure. You probably don't listen to a whole lot of Mike Tyson interviews, do you? 
a, uh, a, a, def- a definitive lack of. However, I did watch first two seasons of Mike Tyson Mysteries and love them to absolute bits. But I can I can listen to people. Yeah, like 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 Scooby Doo, isn't it? What? Uh, um, like Scooby Doo. It, uh, if yeah, you it goes out in the back. It's like Com- a parody of Scooby Doo. It is combined Scooby Doo yeah. with Rick and Morty, and I think that's what you get. It's Are you looking for ghosts. I think so. It's worth a watch. I think it's it was- absolutely worth a yeah. watch. It's like a cross between Scooby Doo and Unsolved Mysteries, but with Mike Tyson, the boxer. <laughs> yeah. And it's animated. What? Oh, what? So oh, yeah. it's it's he, and they have like a Scooby Doo crowd. One of his friends who embarks on these mysteries is a talking pigeon voiced by Norm Macdonald. And if That's that doesn't I... sell you, one of the other characters is the ghost of uh, one of the, the boxing offic- officials from the origins of boxing, the Marquis de... Oh, what was his name? The Marquis de, de Sambolaz, you know, some French name for the origins of... Because he's uh, just a ghost. He's uh, an he actual... Just... He's an actual apparition floating about, helping them with these mysteries. But the thing is, since since Mike Tyson doesn't know what a marquee is, he just calls him Marcus. And that's just his name. He Marquis call- de Sartre. Yeah, he, but he calls him Marcus, and I love that. <laughs> it's it's the strangest, funniest, craziest show. And his, his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what's her name? Does he have his face tattoos oh, yeah. in the- Oh, it's all in there. Yeah. It's great. And then it, it also includes usually some interviews with them. Like the, there's some live action interviews with Mike Tyson, like at the beginning and the end. I have watched an awful lot of interviews with Mike Tyson. If you count the little snippets at the beginning and end of those shows. Oh. Um, I think it might be flattened heavily. It's lost, lost all, uh, like, right, like right off the bat, it's, it lost all its head. And mine is fine. It's a it double chocolate yeah. stout. It doesn't need the fizz anymore. You shut up. Yeah, I get that. Um, I don't need it. Nope. I, 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 it. It did lose its head immediately, and I had no foam. I would have loved a little bit of foam. I would have loved a few legs coming down the side, but nope, this is... Mm. I think I think it's the glass again that I, that I poured it in, because I got them at the same time. I'm sat right next to Rebecca, who's, and hers looks better and tastes better than mine. And yeah, so it's got to be the glass. That, I'm put, that it's poured into. I don't know. That's very strange. Oh, lower sack. That's where all goodies is. Yeah. Um, oh, I thought I thought yeah. I oh, with you. Uh, well, lesson learned. Always pour, pour two glasses so you have one that's good and one that's bad. Yeah. And then that way you can always judge uh, judge them by both. Yeah. Give give it give it the average. I like this. I like this a whole lot. It is keeping its flavor. It is. Um, it does taste strong. It's got a sweetness. The double or the uh, the chocolate is there. It is. Uh, is it a stout? Is I it... agree with everything you just said. It, it's smooth. It's got a nice. Um, <clears throat> there's no aftertaste. No. It's lovely and bitter. I do like it. It's and I, and as I said, I had a growler of it uh, the, a few days ago, right. and I really did enjoy it. The darker uh, but, kind of chocolate than the milk chocolate. Mm. Yes. Very I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> You've got no choice but to agree. The problem I'm having with it, of course, is I don't think it's, it doesn't smack of a, of a seasonal ale to me whatsoever. So therefore, um, as a, as a, as a chocolate stout, as a double chocolate stout, it's, it's really tasty. And, and I'm going to give it a good marks as a, as a seasonal ale. 
I find it difficult to even to, to even qualify it because it's a, I guess that's that's valid. Yeah, valid. think of the effort. I I think you're undervaluing the effort that goes into can design. Because if they just wanted a year round or a winter chocolate double chocolate stout, you could do that, and they and those do exist. But these guys said no. This is definitely the Christmas double chocolate stout. Look, the the old the old guy with the beard has a Santa hat on, on the can. It's all good to go. So you're uh, narrowing it down to not just being here is our double chocolate stout. Here's got right now another IPA called Hoppy Boy. What's to say that that company that didn't just throw that into a can and put a Santa on it and call it our Christmas brew, and it's a hoppy Christmas ale? It's just a bit of a cop-out. With some red and green on it. He, and that's just it. Keir chose them based on the color the color scheme. Big Spruce yeah. had the had yeah. a tree on it. So, and you could put a couple yeah. of lights. Big, Big Spruce is missing out on this. They could put lights on their cans yeah. on every yeah. single one of them. Hoppy boy, the same way. Oh, yeah. Red and green. There it is. Festive colors. Now, it's funny that you, we should be talking about this because, of course, the next can that we're coming to, um, uh, I had a, quite a conversation with that guy in the NSLC about about this very thing. But I won't I won't stamp all over that yet because we're still doing the uh, oh good we're still doing the old beat. But I, I do want to ask you a trivia question. You know, Christmas trivia question, Kia. Uh, uh, Ross, Rebecca, fire away. What is the name of the seasonal beverage? The seasonal beverage made from hot mulled cider, ale, or wine and spices, drunk traditionally as an integral part of an ancient English Yuletide drinking ritual and salutation. This is long. Either involved in door-to-door charity giving or used to ensure a good harvest the following year. I started that question about three hours ago. I bet you can't even remember the beginning of it. It's the I, name of a yeah. seasonal beverage. Mm. Which is the mulled... I've only ever heard it as yeah. the mulled cider, but it must be in a song somewhere. I'm going through all of the Christmas carols that I know, because you're offered up a... Uh, Ross uh, is going through a Christmas carol list. This is interesting. So it's made from hot mulled cider... Ale or wine and spices, drunk traditionally as an integral part of an ancient English Yuletide drinking ritual. It's made from mulled cider. Uh, yes, cider or wine or ale or mulled spices and things. You've heard of it, I'm sure you have. It's 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 a verb as well to go and do this Would thing, you... this verb at Christmas. At Christmas time, give, Would... gives over to the act. Ale itself that uh, that is drunk, that, or the beverage itself. Oh, wassail! Uh, I was going to say, is it a wassail? Okay, that that was a good hint. Oh. That was definitely a hint that I did not know that that was the name of a beverage before now. Okay, 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 okay. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Mm. I thought wassail was just the verb to go and sing. I didn't know it was the name of the drink as well. So it is a Fabulous. mulled cider. Mixed wine with... or yeah, uh, with with spices and things uh, served traditionally at the Yuletide. Go and do your uh, your I... begging. Um, I'm giving this a solid five again. Five out of five. Or five out of five. No, as a um, holiday beverage a double, though. As a as a du- as a double chocolate ale, I like it. I really do. I like it a lot. Mm, nice. Um, so therefore, eight out of ten. <laughs> 
but it's not a Christmas ale to me. It's just a regular double chocolate stout. I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10. For a 7 out of 10 for the hobby boy. It never claimed to be a Christmas drink. <laughs> I'm going I'm to give this a 3 out of 10 for a lemonade. <laughs> this is the worst lemonade I've ever had. I... I don't care. I don't care that it was missing because uh, we've already talked about that. It seems almost unimaginative recently in the last in, in recent years, but they, they put a Santa Claus on the can, man. What else do you want? I did like, again, the like here says, do you want a ham and double chocolate, double chocolate and toffee, toffee crunch? It's a, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the lint and sprungly chocolate or something like that. Some sort of uh, Laura Secord Christmas. I don't know. They named it enough for you. There's a piece of holly on there. What, what if something tasted like mistletoe and we learned that mistletoe just tastes like cat urine? Then, then everyone's got to drink a mistletoe and cat urine chocolate stout. And how's that going to go? I think that's delicious. I think that's amazing. It's, it's, the, the the dark chocolate isn't too much. I, it's a dark chocolate beer, and I don't like dark chocolate, and I still love it. That's a, yeah. It's not even a nine. Oh, that's that nine point one. It's got to just eek Ow. eek into the nines. I think I'll I'll give it some nines. Because I don't remember what I think of this one. I almost made a real faux pas there, because I finished. My double chocolate stout. I finished it all. But Ross, as you know, I always save little bits, and you do too, maybe a couple of fingers of each of them so we can go back and compare them. But thankfully, Rebecca's got a full can herself, so, so there's plenty to go oh, compare okay. with afterwards. It, for, <laughs> for things like, for holiday specials, uh, especially if they're all over the place, and you can't really compare yeah, yeah. the all-lit-up strong ale... Uh, whatever the hell that was, the raisin candy one with a double chocolate stout. They're all over the place. So I'm, I'm the only reason I'm saving them is because Brittany said that she wanted to try them all. So I'm going to bring her yes. a, uh, a couple of fingers of, of, of beer up next because she was most curious about this one. And there's so many stories in this next one. We have so many tales to mm -hmm. tell of propellers, Nanaimo, Imper Imperial, that's going to go well, dessert, stout, 10%. Yeah. Extra strong beer. How much was the Leviathan? Was it 10... 10.2? That's facts territory. I know. Here. Oh, have you I'm tried? I'm you didn't just go out and buy a half a dozen facts and say, I'm going to sit down here and drink the <laughs> faxes all evening. Kira, have yeah. you tried <laughs> Propeller's Leviathan Triple IPA? Yeah, I have. It's actually really good. It's so and good. Man. But it, it packs a punch. It's outstanding. Why? Okay, well, it's not on their freaking... We discussed this, Keir. Uh, Ross and I, as you well know, because we've done these things with you, the IPA uh, IPA nights, we don't do single IPAs at all. They're just like, ah, they're so painful. And yet, and, and it doesn't make sense. The science behind IPAs is clearly above me because it doesn't make sense that a double IPA should be taste way better than a single IPA and then a triple IPA we're like this is amazing where has this been on my it it should be the worst thing ever and yet it's 
the absolute opposite. And the and the Leviathan was off the scale good. And the two crow the two crows um galaxy what well, no, not galaxy. It was um, galaxy crows, something, yeah. It was uh oh, oh spacey thing, cosmic. Space oh, words. Whatever. Space words. That was their one. Space words. Right. Uh, was amazing. They were both thought, really should not be Yeah. I know. Triple IPAs. We thought we would be in acute discomfort drinking triple IPAs, but (laughs) we were just. I I feel the same way, though. I feel the stronger IPAs taste way better than the, you know, single IPAs. And it's just. Yeah. I mean, they're not much more expensive than the single IPAs, and they get you a buzz a little bit faster. Oh, they knock you over. The the thing that we kind of learned slowly is the, the smash beers the yeah. si- single malt single hop seem to be our least favorite so when something says it's a smash beer or a smash uh ipa we say ah that's the ones we're not gonna like <laughs> so we avoid them gonna those. turns out yeah the nanaimo here at 10 10 percent dessert uh strong extra strong imperial dessert stout stout the leviathan also clocks in at 10%. So what, what's facts? Facts is 10, right? Yeah. What's the Leviathan? Uh, what's it? It's a stout or a... No, it's, a, it's an IPA. It's a triple, oh, yeah. triple IPA. Now, the Imperial Russian Stout that we had from uh, d- 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 Bad, Apple. Bad Apple, it clocked... Well, my can mentioned 11%. Yeah. I think I took it to eleven. I think that's the high. This this, this one this one goes to eleven. This one goes to eleven. Like Spinal Tap, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. This goes to eleven. <laughs> On the side of the can from Nanaimo, the Nanaimo from Propeller, reminiscent of the classic Canadian dessert, Nanaimo treats you to flavors of melted milk chocolate, vanilla custard, and toasted coconut. Rich and creamy, this decadent imperial stout finishes with a warming sweetness. Kier, what do you think of many of those words? Chocolate, custard, coconut, and sweet. I do not think I would like you're, it. You're happy with your... Are you on IPA number three as we speak? Um, yeah, I'm on nut brown this time. Oh, I, oh, do you know what? Part of me wishes I was drinking a nut brown in between these two. Rebecca uh, forgot to score oh, the the, uh, the old biddy's uh, naughty or nice. So what's your mm-hmm. score? Hang on one sec. Oh, we're going back to the naughty or nice just briefly. There's a, briefly. a large amount of that left. I give it four mystery machine tires out of five. Nice. Wow, yeah. Scooby Doo references, plenty. Can you log me on? Oh yeah. That, I... Do you don't think you're going to log the Nanaimo? Uh, do you know what, Kier? Listen, it just so happens. Um, because I went out and bought an, a week. <laughs> spoiler alert: We've been buying these for like a month, mm. month, six weeks. We've had a lot of Nanaimos, um, so there's no, no, it's no secret to know that we love this beer. Um, I want to give you a Nanaimo because they're if they're all gone, you deserve mm-hmm. a Nanaimo here. Uh, I, it's not hoppy; it's sweet as all hell. It's. <laughs> Overly sweet though, like oh, it's, it's not that, as sweet that, like that. that. It's what we're establishing. Have you try. have you met Kier's beard? Kier's <laughs> beard. It will not do a sweet 
melted chocolate stout. It just won't. I, I think there may actually be a physical barrier that it will not let it pass into his mouth. Okay. So if it'll sweet. hands come out of the beer and grab the, be out of the beer and just toss it away. I think, I think the, the um, uh, what's the magic? The magic words here, uh, Kier, are 10% beer. <laughs> and that's not going to, if that doesn't do it for you, I don't know what will. Uh, it's better than fact. It doesn't intrigue me, but it, it's weird that normally, like these sweet beers, are actually quite low in percentage. I find, mm. but this Nanaimo beer is usually is ten percent, which is if it a big number for beer. If it helps, it doesn't smell like anything. It's not overly sweet. Like I wouldn't call it so no, a sweet. Beer. I. Something called for a Nanaimo bar. I thought it was gonna knock me off my uh, knock me off my chair, but the naughty or nice hits you with the sweet. It says, "I am chocolate and sugary," and here you go. But the yeah. Nanaimo, it's got. And David Garrison. Very... So because just just <clears throat> finish that smell. off, I'm gonna get a uh, I'm gonna get a Nanaimo to you somehow, Kira, over the holiday period. Oh, yeah. So because I think you need to try one of these. Because we bought them all. <laughs> we bought we bought them out. Uh, before we do that, Saint Nicholas. Saint Nick is the patron saint of. Wait, Saint who? Saint Nicholas. Saint Nick. Okay, I heard that as Saint Nicholas, but go on. <laughs> saint Nicholas. Well, well, that's the thing. It's not. It's not Santa Claus. But that's the thing. Saint Nicholas, uh, the traditional European saint of Saint Nicholas, he's the patron saint of. He's busy, by the way. Sailors, merchants, archers, repentant thieves. For some reason, it looks like. Uh, Ross is Googling right now, and I hate that. It looks like he's Googling in his Don Cherry jacket. Looks um, like he's cheating. Don, uh, ch he's nope. the patron of children, of course, very famously. <laughs> brewers. Brewer, he's the patron of brewers. He's a busy chap. Uh, Pawnbrokers, unmarried people, I'm not making this up, and students in various cities and countries. The one patron saint. But on what date do we celebrate him? In December. Oh, you're even giving us the month? I'm giving you the month. Tenth. I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go twenty second. Remember this for next sixth of December. Sixth. It's the sixth of December. You just have now, to get the no sixth, one's remember the the sixth, sixth of December. In there. I can't the say that properly. I can't say no. your your wrong one properly. I can't do it wrongly That's enough. It. Sixth. You can't do it wrong enough. No. The sixth. S i c t h. Sixth. S i k t h. K. Mm, there you go. <clears throat> Revenge of sixth. <laughs> I appreciate how the head and the foam stick around on my Nanaimo here. I've poured it out, and it's 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 giving me the first uh, amount of frothiness to my beers on the evening. Within the 10% beer, despite the fact that the aroma is negligible. It's almost negligible. not there. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't even bother with that either. Seriously, I... since the last... I'm, I'm, no. gonna, I'm gonna give this a whirl, and then I have a trivia question for you that I remember yeah. from when someone asked me this question years and years ago, and I still think it's the best Christmas trivia question ever. So, uh, Nanaimo and also the, uh, the Garrison nut Brown kind of wish I was drinking that too, but I only have one mouth. 
Although, arguably, I have more than one taste bud, so maybe I could drink two things at once. Charles? have three beer. Here, while he's trying that, what's the um, the ABV of the Nut Brown from Garrison? The ABV? You're going to have to tell me what ABV is. Oh, sorry, the, uh, what's the strength? Oh, the strength? Uh, it's 5.0. Oh, so it's a, I tell you what, it's exactly half. It's a, what a pansy you beer you're You don't there. need to ABV shame Kier just because we couldn't get him all the good, the, the beers that we were drinking and they blew away in a storm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can I just imagine, make out, like, I'll, I can I'll just imagine you. Like, one, of the one of the neighbors looking out their window and just seeing these three cans just rolling down the park. <laughs> I was going to, yeah, just because Kier's beers are in Oz right now, it doesn't, it, it doesn't it's, it's not a, a, a bad mark on his uh, personality or character. It They're currently a, floating the Bay of Fundy. It's a windy frickin' day, that's all. <laughs> it doesn't smell, does it? It mm. doesn't, mm -mm. it smells... Slightly chocolatey. I smell a little oh, vanilla. Mm, vanilla? Oh. Interesting. It, it has more of a vanilla chocolatey flavor than the the naughty or nice, for sure. It does not just rely on the dark chocolate. That's, mm, that's got some... I'm glad you said I've vanilla. I've never got the coconut. Did you read the back of the can, Ross, while I, I was waffling away? Oh, at some you point. Okay. During during some point of the waffle, because I was curious what Kier thought of the words vanilla custard, chocolate, coconut, and sweetness. And he yeah. said, Yeah, don't even don't even <laughs> don't even let the wind blow that past my house. <laughs> well, we we did we we like... first tried this. <laughs> I, I think I Ross, if you remember couple of it's, months, several months ago, it may even be longer ago than that, I sent a photograph. I or I found, you know, on Facebook, of course, because for some reason, Facebook knows that you search things. Yep. It's really scary, and I'm really worried about it. So uh, it knows that I like things that I like. And all of a sudden, Propeller, this thing popped up on my, on my radar, and I immediately screenshot it and sent it to you and said, oh, fuck. Look, what is this? this what is this going to taste like? And then when it came out, I thought it can't be as good. It can't be as good as it sounds like it's going to be because we've all fallen foul of things that sound like they're going to be incredible. Yeah. And then you've had that. Well, milk and cookies being an obvious example. And you're like, oh, that's a bit disappointing. This did not disappoint in any way, shape, or form. And Rebecca and I have been drinking it for about six or eight weeks. Yeah, it's so home. good. We, I, I got one, yeah. and I didn't know you had seen it or sent it. Okay. And I opened it up, and I brought one and said, this is so good. You have to try this. Yeah. And then ever since then, it's been Gravedigger or Nanaima. Gravedigger and Nanaima. <laughs> <laughs> this year. The uh, nut brown is actually quite good. It's got a kind of almost like a hazelnut coffee aftertaste like, to it. I'm, like, I'm really glad to hear you like that because it's it's actually it's, it's kind of like I when I was looking at it, when I said nut brown, I was like, all right, well, you know how like a lot of beers will say it tastes like this, but you don't quite yep. taste what they're describing. I feel nut brown is just like. 
these other two things it tastes like. Great. Exactly. Also, it'd be a great nickname. Not brown. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> That's the word. You want to be known as Nut Brown? <laughs> no. No. Whatever you do, no, no, do I not really, do I not feel... start this trend. <laughs> I would rather be known as Double Chocolate <laughs> than Nut Brown <laughs> any day of the week. I don't know. I feel like that nickname just rolls right off the tongue. All right. Keir Nut Brown Pache West. <laughs> That's just. If, if, He's, if, he here is a deep dive. Here is a deep dive. If the Wolfville community ever get their act together for, and I've been invited, I think, twice to a so called Keir's birthday roast, I am definitely bringing up your nickname of nut brown if if that ever yeah. happens I, I it's i've been disappointed twice with uh with that not really culminating in an in an action plan yeah no it uh i think it was this location that was an issue like but uh i, I mean it's not not going to happen but we are going to try to organize something it was you'll, just you'll keep the, aging so there's no shortage of opportunities uh, I think what it was, it was going to happen, but I wasn't working at the time. And then I started working and then my schedule and other people's schedules got a little bit. So it's just something I got to Oh, that's a shame. 60% of my material was based on you being unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the I mean, it work. I, I, it better. Um, you better be. I, okay. I mean, I... I, I I did two roasts a while ago for the same guy on his birthday. And a lot of the jokes people would make of me were like, the fuck do you do? <laughs> like, they, like they, it's like, yeah, we know him here. We see him at Patty's open mic. We see yeah. him around town. What does he do for work? <laughs> but, but, it, see, that's, okay, that's a joke. But the better joke is knowing and then using that, like I, I, I feel like, oh yeah, I, I am, I am fully on board. I can't, I can't wait for this. Ian is trying to say something about. Are you trying to say something about the can? I forgot to point out the propeller can. It actually is the Nimo ish, a theme. Chocolate at the top, and then whatever this custard is. Wasn't the the custard layer of a Nanaimo greenish, like a um? I want to say, uh, what's the nut? Pistachio. No, it's yellow. I had never heard of Nanaimo. Uh, being a foreigner, I uh, when I came over here, I used to. The first time I ever heard of Nanaimo was I used to go take take my kids to, in a former life to um, the BC? the Chinese all, all you can eat restaurants Ooh. of Kai Wing and Golden Dragon and uh, whatever they uh, were in New Minus and uh, the buffets. But back before COVID was a thing, um, and and the sweet dessert uh, offerings mm. always have a Nanaimo bar in it, which looks like that, right? It's a bit of chocolate with a biscuit base with uh, with the coconut yep. and then the custard and the chocolate on top. And I had no idea at the time what the Nanaimo bar, that this thing I was trying, which was so delicious, was named after a town in BC. I had no, no idea. Um, so it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg kind of thing? The Nanaimo bar, I'm assuming, 
was named after the city of, of BC rather than the other way around. However, <laughs> uh, Propeller have taken this Nanaimo bar and uh, our idea and just, oh, Keir, I'm sorry, I've got to get it to you. It's the, I, you say it's not sweet. It really is sweet. It's, it's sweet. It's sweet. sweet. It's not, but it's not disgustingly no, cloying. No. It's not. It's it, but it's a it's a smell that, that I can't I mean, describe. I, it's. I would try it. Oh God, you really <laughs> that, should. That's that's our motto on this beer. Yeah, I'll give it a whirl. I, try it. There's not I, many I, that we have not finished. Um, do you remember we'll, we'll Ross? I, I went. I went into the liquor store um, about three or four weeks ago again, trying to find more because Re Rebecca had said, oh, we'll try this. And we tr and we tried it. And we, were, we were both loving it. And so I said, I'm going to go and get some more. And I went to the liquor store in, I think it was New Minus. It was New Minus. And, um, and, and I said, hello, have you got any Nanaimo, please? By and, and, the, and the guy said, I don't know what that is. And I said, it's by Propeller, I believe. Oh, you, and he yeah. says, no, don't. <laughs> No, I'm not. We don't. I don't know. What about uh, John? Whatever his name was. Uh, have we got Nanaimo by Propeller? And he said, no, I don't recognize that. And I was like, I got some like yesterday from here. <laughs> I know you have it. I just can't find it. I can't remember where I got it from. And he says, I don't recognize it. The name at all. And I says, I definitely had it. I literally had one can of it and it was so delicious. I said, I get a whole bunch more because it's so good. And then he was walking around the store. He found me because I was searching somewhere else. He found me. He said, oh, yeah, it's a Christmas ale. And I said, mm, is it? Is it really? It's just a stout, isn't it? And he said, no, no, it's a seasonal ale. Uh, so it, that's why I don't recognize it because it's, it's in our seasonal hills. So I went and I found it, of course, a whole bunch of them there. And I says, why is this a seasonal ale? I said, why have you got this? In it's just a, 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 a sweet dessert stout, he says. Well, that's why I couldn't find it because it's not in the because you weren't looking in the right place. I'm like, okay, fair enough. And then, of course, I picked up about a dozen of them again and walked to the. And by the time I got to the to the cash till, he was there. He'd hot footed it to the cash till to meet me there. And uh, and of course, I put them there. And he says, "Yeah, I won't try these yet because it's not Christmas yet because it's, because it's a seasonal and I won't try them until it's." Christmas. I thought, wow, man. Way to make a point to me. I don't care what time of year it is. This is an amazing beer. And it deserves to be sold and drunk all year round. But I guess it's just that they sell it seasonally. They sell it seasonally. Because it's a dessert and treat beer. I, I don't see why they wouldn't know that it was yeah, the, you the get season, Nanaimo bar any time of year. You can get an Nanaimo. Thank you. You can get an Nanaimo bar Nanaimo any time of year. Why on earth does it have to be a Christmas well, then Nanaimo bar isn't christmas treat but Here's... you would find like a, a a tray of squares at christmas and on the tray of squares you're probably going to find an animal bar on okay. the tray might of i might i hoist you by your own petard sir oh oh you please do pooped on the naughty or nice because it wasn't christmassy enough and this here in Nanaimo is the brownest, yellowiest, non-Christmassy themed nothing that you could go to a dessert special event 
in July and some like you could go into your, oh. your, your Chinese restaurant and have a Nanaimo bar for dessert and it will not be Christmas themed. So if you give this high marks as a Christmas beer, I shall call you a uh, uh, charlatan and I don't know what other words I've got. The same as Ross's jacket, like it it's not a Christmas jacket, but it, it can't you know, if you wear it at Christmas, it's a very it I, be I a am festive. wearing this under duress is what I'm doing here. <laughs> may I may I defend myself? You uh, hoist by your own petard. I, I love the Shakespearean reference there. I do understand what it means. However, it's actually supporting myself that this is not a Christmas brew any more than a double chocolate is a Christmas brew. They are both just really good stouts, but, which don't need to be, which are not Christmassy to me. They're just fully delicious. But, it was the guy that stuck them in the seasonal uh, uh, area of the liquor store. And I said, available. why are they seasonal? This is nothing to do. Only seasonal I was just but are myself. you giving this a mark based on the Christmas? Because you gave naughty or nice uh, lower marks for being potentially, I, you could get this any time. In, exact, in exactly the same way as I said, the old biddy's naughty or nice is a perfectly lovely double stout. But to me, it's not Christmassy in the slightest. Nanaimo is upping it. It's a nine and a half out of ten for an ale, but to me, it's not a Christmas ale. It's just a really amazing, gorgeous stout, a dessert stout, which I love. It, it's, it's almost a ten. It's so delicious. It's fabulous, and I can't wait for Kid to try it. As an imperial dessert stout, but as a holiday Christmas beer, where are we standing? One out of ten. <laughs> one, one out of ten. Dreadful. It's the most, most un-Christmassy thing I've ever tasted. I would rather drink Tannenbaum. I would rather drink Pine Sol than this at Christmas time. Four things. I'm giving. Yeah, I'm giving a Nut Brown eight and a half out of ten. I I love the Nut Brown. I can't I can't wait to have it on the show. So I'm so glad. I'm I'm gonna record your your review of it so that I know. And we'll talk about it when, we do, like, when we do brown like ales later. <laughs> hey, we got Kier back reviewing the nut brown. It's just everything I've said. Why not? We can fit. We can squeeze in six beers. We can talk about six beers at once. Four things. Four things about the Nanaimo. One mm. was that, uh, yeah, it's not a Christmas beer. Two. One time when I was a kid and I tried making Nanaimo bars, I got a recipe for Nanaimo bars and I didn't realize that you had to make each thing as a layer. So I mixed all the ingredients together and got really confused while I, why I was adding sugar three times and it turned into this big brownie mess, but it was actually kind of flavorful. Three, uh, I did look up the origin of it and it was named for Nanaimo BC. So chicken or egg. Uh, the egg was Nanaimo, B.C. Nanaimo, B.C. was named as such because the settlers got there and they found, I am going to pronounce this incorrectly, the Snunaime or the Snunaime indigenous people. That is their tribe. They're, sorry, uh, tribe is uh, the wrong word. But that that is uh, the, the First Nation of Snunaime and it was anglicized uh, that is destroyed 
and turned into Nanaimo. And that's why Nanaimo BC is named that because of the people that they found. And for some reason, which I haven't researched into any further than that, Nanaimo bars were like, Hey, yeah, let's just make these. Cause we make, they were made in Nanaimo BC and it just became a Nanaimo bar. All of that because people said, Oh, we don't understand how to pronounce your name. Freaking Nanaimo. There you go. And nobody outside of Canada knows it's what like, Nanaimo is. Uh, exactly the easiest word to pronounce either. It's you. Nanaimo. I will send you this Wikipedia article and you try to figure out how to pronounce S N character I've never seen. Uh, apostrophe N E I M upside down E X. That's a. Are you not just reading someone's password? It kind of feels that way. <laughs> hey, hey, in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, Ross, what is the name of the young Ebenezer Scrooge's jovial, altruistic, and compassionate employee? Oh, everybody, oh, come knows. On. everybody knows that. Come on. I even know the name of his love interest when he was going to Mr. Fezziwig's uh, frolic at the <laughs> when he when he worked no for him as a young man. Yeah. I'm just picturing Kermit the Frog right now. Mommy. No, it's Fezziwig. I do have a question. In fact, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Yes, it absolutely is. Because the soundtrack is, it has. The soundtrack is Christmas songs like "Let It uh, Snow." Um, what what is the? It was December twenty fourth, and uh, I think that's Run DMC. It probably was Run DMC because that was the only rap music they allowed in the uh, in the eighties. And I mean, also Christmas references like "Now I Have a Machine Gun," "Ho Ho Ho." I see a man chilling with the do- with his dog in the park. That is dog. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. An That's ill crazy. reindeer. Bam, 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 bam. Rebecca remains the only person in Christendom who has never seen Die Hard. In where? Christendom. Oh I forced Brittany to watch Gremlins a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and I claimed it was a Christmas movie. We and I said mm. we only have to watch it the once, and we did, but. We're going to YouTube the scene, which I call the scene, the scene where the uh, the, the character, the, the, the minor main character, she describes her her Christmas memories of why she hates Christmas. And she describes right. her yeah. father in the chimney pretending to be Santa Claus. That, yeah. that just has to happen. And the rest of the movie don't need. We just need that one scene now. And in the sequel, she talks about another Christmas memory of to why she hates Christmas. It's just more. I've watched Gremlins two so many times. What what are you talking about? Isn't there a scene in the second one where she like describes another traumatic event that happens during Christmas that makes her hate Christmas? By the way, I'm holding Gremlins. Because oh. <laughs> yeah. it, it was going to bring me to my trivia question for you guys. Rob Truscott is in the comments um. asking, uh, and I'm not sure, sorry, Rob, if I didn't notice your comment, based on previous comments, is Nanaimo Christmassy? And I'm trying to call Ian out on this, and he's saying it's a great beer, but for a Christmas beer, no. It's not enough. And we've been arguing about the novelty 
of a Christmas beer where uh, and that that one that we always keep coming back to the one that tastes like balsam fur of Lunenburg County, the famous Christmas trees. And we send one to Boston every year since what? The seventies, the forties, sixties or seventies. I forget when it, the thematic novelty of it wins and nothing else can come close. I think that this could be uh, qualified as the Christmas beer because of the square tray. (laughs) The tray of squares factor it, itself It's a silver it. tray, isn't it? It's, it's a silver it tray. Or a Christmas-shaped tray. No, or no. It, it's, not, it, it's that, uh, that ugly, that nasty plastic square. Uh, yeah. And you know, <laughs> like the really bad print of a snowman, but it's got three eyes on yeah. it. Something's just a little bit wrong. Dollar store plastic tray with something has yeah. gone wrong with a bunch of Nanaimo bars on it. Yeah. Squares, it's got some Nanaimo bars. It's got a few different other kind of squares on it. Why? But that tray can be at a, a bridal shower or yeah. a wedding or, yeah. you know, yeah. a bar. It could be at a wedding quite easily, quite yeah. easily. Because this is because this is a dessert beer to me. Mm-hmm. Even though it's in yeah. a four it's in a it's in a tall boy. This is a five hundred mil can. This is a, it's not a small thing. Um but it, to me it's not Christmassy in the slightest. It's a dessert ale, a delicious dessert ale, it but is... not to me personally not christmas okay i agree and i can agree to that rob's rob's in the chat he's saying he's uh he will follow up with why the seasonal beers about in, in the nslc so i'm so curious about this now because mm, again, we, we found three and we drank two of them and the third one breton's milk and cookies is and again it's a return so of the three that we the, the three ones that you could get in the lc Three of them were, they were around a couple of years ago or last year. So it's not, it's not quite the. Can I just, can I just throw this in right here? I know, I know I talk way too much, Uh, but, but season, there are two big seasonal beer seasons of the year. Are there not? Oh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Lawn mowing. In fact, there's three. (laughs) Because, because. Because, no, I, I guess there's, there's three because Christmas being one, yeah. um, uh, pumpkin spice ales being it, two. It's really and growing. And, and summer ales, yeah. right? So there we go. So I mean, you can throw winter ales in with festive ales if you like. But there are three big, they talk about summer ales, the lighter, paler, easier to drink things. And there, there is, uh, and, and there is of course, um, uh, Halloween and and we know what Halloween means. They're going to throw pumpkin and spice at ales. So therefore, what you so expect well. to get from a from a, a Halloween, and they all do it, is a a variation on a pumpkin spice theme. And by the way, Grave Digger floored everyone this year. Yeah. Uh, Grave Digger. Oh my God! But they anyway, weren't from Nova Scotia. There's also feature that's the big problem i have it it really beats the nova scotian ones but the christmas ale should be distinctive from the rest of the year 
And if you just put a double chocolate stout on a table or a chocolatey stout on the table and say, this is a Christmas fair, it's a cop-out. It's but, because you could do double stouts at any time of the year and make them sweet and delicious. But they and, don't. But, but Christmas ales need to be different. But they don't. And I feel like we have a full year of no double chocolate stouts. And then finally someone says, oh, crap. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I guess we have chicken. We should probably put our sweet double chocolate things over. Yeah, Christmas. So we'll make it appropriate for blah, blah, blah. And they, and they headed towards that. Because what if, what if, what if, and here, here is a deep dive. <laughs> What if the Roman Catholic Church had never embraced Christianity, had never embraced Jesus's birthday, had never stolen the holiday from the pagans of Saturnalia and decided that December 25th was suddenly Jesus's birthday and decided that we need this big old Christian holiday here? What if that had never happened? Would we get double chocolate stouts at any other point in the year? Would we get one in February? Would we get a thematic, hey, it's Valentine's Day. Go on out and get your Valentine's Day double chocolate stout from old biddies. Would we get it? I have no answer. I think it would have made the rounds. <laughs> I think it would have still been invented. Just maybe since there's no Christmas, it wouldn't have been out for Christmas. It wouldn't have been like for Valentine's Day or just something chocolate. I'd like... like I'd like to hope that if we were still thousand year, two thousand year old uh, pagan celebrations, we would still be eating chocolate at Saturnalia. That'd be nice. <laughs> at Easter, we would be. Oh yeah, big time. Oh, okay. wait, 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 wait. If I'm canceling Christmas for Jesus's birthday, I don't think we'd be celebrating Easter. But that's a completely different argument. I have, I have, I've yet to ask you my favorite Christmas themed trivia question. It is this. What is the name of the horse in the song Jingle Bells? Is this a joke? No. It's a trivia question. It's in the song. Baxter. What? Baxter. <laughs> no, Baxter Stockman was from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you know that. I didn't say that. Da da dashing through Back. the snow yep. on a one-horse open sleigh. Yeah. Oh, hills we go. Laughing all the way, uh, bells on bobtails ring, making spirits sing. Oh, what fun! I've no idea. I Go two lines back, two lines back. Go back. Oh, bobtail. Keir. Keir's got it. He's got it. Bells it? on bobtail bob ring. Bobtail bob is the name of the horse in the song Jingle Bells that you have heard. For 100% of the years of your life on this earth, but never quite conceptualized. Bells on Bob Tail. I just assumed that was the name of the, sorry, not the name, but the tail of the, of the, of the horses. Yep. On Bob Tail. Bob Tail. Right. I got a trivia question for you guys. Oh, crap. Yeah. What year did Gremlins come out? I'm going to go with 87. 84. What was your guess? I was 87. And Ian, you The correct answer is 1984. Well I was done. 16. Well done. 
Uh, I went to the cinema uh, to watch Gremlins. Uh, however, it was full, so I had to go and watch um, a, re a, re a repeat showing of Ghostbusters. Wow. Um, because the Gremlins cinema was full at the time. I know that Gremlins is seen as a Christmas movie, but it was released, I don't know, September, October time, whatever it was, <laughs> in, in the UK. And, and Ghostbusters had been running for about a thousand years. But because Gremlins was full up, we had to go and watch something else instead. And then I watched Gremlins about a week later yeah. as a 16-year-old as a kid. I got one last question for you as well. Oh, all right. In Band Age, do they know it's Christmas? <sighs> Who sings the iconic line? Well, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. I think they know. I, I, Here, I, you're I the can... only one without your hand up. Therefore, the question goes to you. I can solve the the problem, the puzzle. It's so. What's the song called again? <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> Do they know it's Christmas time at uh, all? Yeah, I know. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm familiar, and that—that's one that they have like guest singers on. Yes, they did. Uh, I don't know, so I'm just gonna guess Bon Jovi. You were oh, correct so you, on the first three letters. The first three you got the first three letters right. Name another singer I that know. begins. Bono. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got I, him there. I was, I was gonna guess Bruce Springsteen. Oh wow. What? Bruce Springsteen. How what? Have, what? Mm -hmm. How have you <laughs> American one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, I love Nanaimo. I'm oh, gonna no. take it to bed with me this evening. We're gonna move to Nanaimo. We are going to Nanaimo. Okay, That's but it. you gotta just That's pronounce it correctly for the First Nation. It's uh snin <laughs> There's an S at the beginning, and I wish I knew how to pronounce this. Snunime. It's the best. Snanaimo. We were trying to figure about what was the our top three beers of the, the year. Yeah, you guys should do a beer of the year. Thing. Uh, at the end of the year, beer of the year. With your pie chart. What did we? Uh, it's not my pie chart. It's pie chart. Crap. Yeah. What did we drink yeah. this year? Yeah. I don't need pie, George. I have pie. That's for sure. Funny. I got a lot of pie. Um, honestly, the uh, the Leviathan Triple IPA was this year. It's probably got to be out there <laughs> as quite the find. Mm. Uh, Ross. Yes. Bar dog. Bar dog. Yep. As well as the Big yeah. Papa oatmeal stout that we just had. Oh, interesting. Uh, uh. See what you're missing here? You're missing all this in favor of IPAs. Oh my god. You could you could be in on all of these delicious ones. Also, I we had our up up uh, number one too because it was really good actually. I <laughs> had it a couple times, but not often. It is a really good IPA. Mm. Which one? The Leviathan. Oh, the Leviathan. Yeah. I've never even heard of that. It's I'm incredible. Really you know the only thing missing from this evening in the end? Tears for fears? Ananda. Ananda. Yeah. He did, he did message me and he said he couldn't find any of the three beers, so he won't join. And I said, don't worry about it. Neither could Kier. 
come on in for the conversation. And, uh, and I think he, he, he still, he still dipped and wasn't, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he, he just, he turned in early. It's just that kind of night. And I that's think cool. We'll, 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 we'll get Ananda in here again because I always appreciate his thoughts and his, uh, and his, and his words on things. And Kier will definitely get you in for something that we can get you the beers to try. <laughs> that's definitely going to be something. <laughs> Did his beers blow away too? Um, n- <laughs> still cannot confirm nor deny that. <laughs> he, he refuses to let me know. <laughs> I'm going back to the to the um, oh, before we leave the garrison. Um, what was that called again? Light it up. L- the the all lit Light up. up. Whatever Which you do, don't actually... mix them together. No, but no, no, no. Weirdly, <laughs> the all lit up was the one that it's actually weirdly it's almost the most seasonal ale of the three it might be it it has the christmas spices to it it's the only one that really kind of hit the mark i i I agree i think you hit it again i also totally agree (laughs) um the very flat old biddies yeah, it's a really good double double, double chocolate. The Nanaimo good. is one of the best beers of the year. Mm-hmm. And he threw them down. Merry Christmas. I'm taking my Brazil nut with me. Good night. Every week. Takes his Brazil nut and goes home. I want to thank uh, Ian, Rebecca, and Kier for being with us, despite the fact that we couldn't quite get the, <laughs> the beers there for Kier. But uh, we're here every every week still. Uh, hopefully here next Tuesday, uh, 8 p.m. live on the old YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at drinknsdry. You can check out our Facebook uh, profile at drinknsdry, or you can check out our website at uh, unsupervised.drinknsdry.beer. You can find our podcasts at all the podcasty locations. Yeah, thanks for listening, and we will hopefully see you again next time. Good night.